This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cripps Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast. My name is Patch and with me as always is Rich. Rich in the kitchen by the looks of it. How's things with you? Good evening, Patch. Yeah, after you slated me last time because my Wi-Fi was so poor in it the was. garden room, I thought, I thought I'd better venture indoors. Yeah, it was shocking last time, but hopefully we won't get any Wi-Fi issues on this podcast. Um, this podcast, we're going to have a guest on, and this came about about three or four weeks ago when the the Twitter handle, My New Football Podcast, came um, on and asked if there was any decent championship football podcast out there. And I can't remember the chap's name, but someone tagged us in at 3PIAPC, and thank you to whoever that was, because... That person is coming on as a guest today, um, and it's uh, a man who moved to South Devon and basically wanted to change allegiance from Man United to uh, the excitement of League One and Exeter, and he's only here. It's David Earl. David, how are you, sir? Hello. Thanks for having me. Do you like my yeah. impression of you then from uh, Extras? Oh, that's I what, missed that's it. What, that's <laughs> what I was going for. <laughs> It was 25 years ago, to be fair. Yeah, I said, he's only here. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you yeah. basically wanted to get into the ritual of going to support a local football team when you move yeah. to South Devon. And, yeah. you know, you, you've picked Exeter City. Um, and how's right, it going? Uh, it's a breeze at the moment. Yeah. I mean, it's been a bit of, a bit of, a bit of stumbling in the last month, but got promoted. Easy. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, great. I mean, well, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. And and what you said it was it was about getting back into the spirit of football. And I didn't know you didn't really go to Man to watch Man United that much, did you? In terms of actually no. supporting them, but you said a team you supported as a boy. And what is it for you about that the magic of a lower league football team that makes it so exciting? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily lower league, but I just wanted to go and watch football live, and I realised I'd just been watching it on the TV. 30, 40 years mm. and uh, I've always wanted to watch it but my local team was Brighton Crystal Palace I'm not going there <laughs> um, I saw Wimbledon a couple of times but there was there didn't seem anywhere that was close close enough mm. and uh, and then when we moved down here I just thought it was a good opportunity my my two youngest boys are seven and five and I thought it was a good opportunity to get them into football or try to and so the first game I went to I just thought People said, I'll go and see Exeter. So I went to see Exeter and that was it. Yeah. After going to Plymouth on Monday, I was like, oh, I don't quite like their stadium, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that switch but, from Pl Plymouth to Exeter, uh, Exeter to Plymouth would be an interesting one. I'm Exeter through and through. Exeter through and it through. It is a weird thing, though. You're just kind of, you're trying to teach yourself to support a new club. It's quite an odd thing. Mm. You have to yeah. really invest the time. Yeah. yeah, well, Rich and I have been Bristol City fans since birth, more or less, and we've been bobbing around in the the lower leagues since pretty much since I've been watching. I think, Rich, you probably were just about in the top flight when you started. Well, no, um, well, they were top flight when I was kind of born, but I wasn't old enough to really know what yeah. football was back then. But no, when I first started supporting them, that was 
the not the year we we're a minutes away from not even being a football team anymore back in 1982. Yeah, thankfully oh. the famous eight players wrote out their contracts and we lived to fight every day. And since then we've just been bobbing around the middle, the middle two divisions in my yeah. lifetime, really. Absolutely. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna hate me, right? You're gonna hate me, but I've got to get it out in the system. Come on. Oh no. Rovers and City, I'm like, who's who? Oh God. Right. Well, but- where are the good ones? I did notice no, that the it, other day when you on your podcast you referred to Ravers as Bristol. Now that's that's like the cardinal sin. Bristol right, City, I'm only Bristol Ravers. Because I've just supported Man United. It's, it's made me go. Oh, I just watched the, the top eight teams in the Premier for forty years. Right. And going down like I don't know anything about <laughs> anything. So I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely learning. Yeah. Well, Bristol Bristol City playing red and Bristol Ravers playing blue and white. That's the that's the starter for ten. Um, and typically, uh, you know, city are south of the river and rovers are north of the river. That's sort of the general rule. You know what? I've already forgotten what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) But one, one important fact, David, is that it's been 22 years since Bristol Rovers were ever above us at any point in the league campaign. So 22 years, that's how big the gap is. Mind what, the gap. What's it like when those two teams, when you play one another, if you ever well, do? Like, well, we, uh, the last time we played was a Johnson's Paint Trophy. 2013, yeah, oh, 14. Yeah. We, we hate each other, so yeah, it is Bloody real toxic. Hell. Yeah. If you go on YouTube after this, David, and, and type in yeah. to YouTube City versus Rovers, there's a famous game that was screened live on Sky. And uh, basically, the police horses ended up being the back three for us. It's <laughs> trying really? to stop fans running on, kicking the players. Yeah, it was it was quite intense. So why are you that much better? That's a good question. Um, I think we've 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 been fortunate with investment in our our, our infrastructure, if you like, our ground and our our uh, training facilities, etc. Uh, and I think we've just always had attracted more, you know, more players because we've got that history of being in the top flight. Um, and yeah. yeah, just generally better. I don't know if Rich, you've got anything more scientific to add to that. Well, no, but like you say, we're lucky to have the investment. We've got, obviously, Steve Lansdowne, who not only owns Bristol City Football Club, Bristol Bears Rugby, uh, Bristol Flowers Basketball. So it's all under one umbrella, Bristol Bristol Sport. Sport. So we're lucky to have a billionaire owner. And we've obviously developed the ground. Because obviously, with financial fair play now, you can't just go and buy somebody because you've got a billionaire owner. You've got to be able to sustain that wage. So we've got massive massive 27 all-seater stadium, which hopefully you might visit one day, David, if you're team venture to the championship. So... Do you know what? I think I did a gig once and I was in an Airbnb directly behind the ground. Are you by, okay. by the river? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, not too you far. By yeah. The ri- yeah, yeah. I'm sure that was it. Yeah. No, awesome. Yeah. So go back to your podcast, My New Football Club. Uh, I, I listened to the first four episodes whilst I was being building an IKEA wardrobe um, a few a few weeks back and absolutely yeah. loved it. The concept, you and Joe Wilkinson asking each other questions and i think uh joe joe's a big is it darlington fan? Gillingham. Gillingham. Gillingham, big Gillingham fan um but obviously you've jumped on a couple of seasons since and now you do it with with john beer so as joe yeah. does joe still nip in now and again or he doesn't he just sort of he, he was really busy over the summer and i sort of kicked on with the podcast he was he was away filming and yeah and then i could see in his eyes it wasn't the passion had gone 
<laughs> uh, do you know what? Even the end of last season, he wasn't listening to me when I was telling him what was happening. <laughs> but podcasting has become massive for you. You, you. You've had so many podcasts in the past. I mean, I, I listened to the Brian Gittins podcast that you did. Oh, God, and, did you? Yeah, and the storytelling that you did with that guy. Who was the guy who did that with you? I do um, another one with him now, David. David Edwards. Fantastic, and uh, oh, yeah, amazing. you would get him to do. You would get him to to do stuff, and uh, and a bit of uh, it was like it was like listening to an episode of who like whose line is it anyway? But uh, yeah, funnier, yeah, funnier I liked version. hearing his. I liked hearing his mind were the yeah. cogs were, and hearing yeah. him struggle in the oh, moment. Yeah, no, it was fantastic, and uh, obviously more recently, gossip mongers and the various ones yes. that you do with Joe Wilkinson. Um, so yeah, f- podcast. Well, we always say if concept. you throw enough shit at the wall. <laughs> You know, you... <laughs> how, so. how, how did that how did that concept come about? That whole gossip mongers whose whose idea was it to get people just to write in with <laughs> stories and. You um, um, I think I, it's really difficult to remember, but I think I said to Joe that Simon Mayo confessions idea he does it. I oh, said yeah. that's good. Let's do a rude version of that. Let's <laughs> let's get quite dark, and I think we did that. I think that's how it started. And then we sort of knew straight away after Ep 1, Ep 2, he got such a lovely feedback. We're like, oh, God, we're on to something here. But we've also learned that we got bored of doing it really quickly. Right, okay. we've heard so many rumours now and bits of gossip that you're like, <laughs> I'm done now with that. Yeah. And, I mean, is that why you're you're regenerating you as a podcast host each time and so like my new football club is a completely different concept if you like but it's still you using your comedy wit and getting people involved in that is that is that why you're sort of regenerating a bit like doctor who uh well i just like to keep busy and to be honest i like to work at home right so i I never like acting because it takes you away from home i like being with the boys and okay so i really like just coming down doing this going Mm. back up and uh and the football one, the more I do it, the more I kind of want to get into the heart of the club and meet all the fans and mm. and just the the groundsmen and the cleaners and the tea lady and the tea whoever. I just love that little community and creating really? a little soap opera or something. Well, a bit like Rovers, yeah. I guess. Was Rovers... Yeah, do you know what? It, it, it has reminded me of that. It's made me go, oh, I think that's the route to go with it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that because that yeah. was again something that I really enjoyed watching. I know you did as well, Rich, and that was written oh, by right. yourself and Joe. Was that right? Yeah, and we did it with Craig Cash, who did the Royal Family. Yeah. We wrote the first yeah. episode. We absolutely loved Early Doors and Royal Family, and we said, "Oh, should we just try and write a sitcom?" And we wrote the first episode. We'd never written anything before, and we thought, "Sod it, let's send it to Craig Cash's um, production company." Mm. And we got a call back the next morning to say, I want to meet you. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> and then, yeah, luckily, each step of the way was really sort of pain-free. And we got a sitcom straight away. Amazing. Oh. Where did where did this where did this David Earl, Joe Wilkerson writing partnership begin? And when did it begin? I, so I used to do stand-up comedy. Um, and I remember thinking there weren't many comedians that made me laugh on the circuit. And I think I sort of bumped into Joe two or three times on the circuit, sort of in the green room or whatever it is. And then I was just out with my wife, have eating. I just remember eating cheese. What's that cheese you eat? Melted cheese, dip bread in it. Do you mean? No, no. I know what you mean. I can't think of what it's called. I don't know what I'm focusing on. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know fondue. You got to get the details right. <laughs> I just want you to picture the scene. We're in Paris, actually. It sounds really. Uh, but I said to Nomi, oh, "I'm just going to text Joe. I had his number. I said, Do you want to write, try and write a sitcom?'" And he went, "Yeah." So it was that, really. Yeah, uh, brilliant. And then oh, gen- genuinely, for the last ten years, apart from the last three or four, no, yeah, the last ten years, we've sort of been working together every day. Wow. From nine to five, writing and doing podcasts. Virtually yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever we're in the same room as each other, we don't like it. We're like, ooh, don't like being near you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, I, I, I do enjoy watching your Twitter handle. And today you were basically trying to outlaw the use of the word limbs. <laughs> yeah. I just saw someone write. I think Charlie Baker wrote it earlier. I was like, just stop it. Talking about. <laughs> don't like it. Uh, I felt like there was too much explanation for it to go ahead, that phrase. Because John yeah. just used it sort of flippantly in the... I just threw it away in the podcast. I was like, what are you talking Absolute about? Absolute scenes as well as the other one. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I was looking, actually. It made, me, it, it made me go on... Uh, I just Googled footballing terms, and I found, yeah. I found this... Um, this samba soccer schools.com have come up with an A to Z, a glossary of soccer terms. Uh, so I'll, I'll throw throw a few at you um, and yeah. see what you th- see if you can accurately predict what the description is. All oh, right, I'll yeah. start start with a simple yeah. one. All ball. All ball. Tackle. He's got hold of the ball yeah. there. No, to, to no the feet. And Rich, ball. Rich, any offers? Yeah. Well, yeah, the same. He's taken the ball. He's, taken, he's gone. Yeah, this there's is no, there's, no, the, there's no foul committed. Basically. Yeah, this is said when a player attempts to tackle the ball and connects with the ball rather than the player. All right, this is a great game. Yeah, we've got yeah, some, we've got pl- plenty more. Right, okay. Um, disguise well, is that just a, is that kind of like a feint when you're taking on an opponent? Yeah, it's yeah, quite, it's, no, any... it's not. No, it's not. It's the pass. You look in one way and you hit it the other way. That's it, isn't it? Okay, that's well, a, that's, a, that's a new look pass, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. a no-look pass. But the, the the description is concealing one's intentions by pretending to do one thing and then doing something else. Yeah, <laughs> too, too intelligent yeah. for me. Yeah, no, there's a uh, hoof, hoof. Oh yeah, that's a Tony Adams. Yeah, Purp- purposely purposely kicking the ball towards the opposite goal with power. <laughs> <laughs> it should be more of that. That's something. That's something we don't do as a team. Oh dear! <laughs> All right, um, that's jo- something I've noticed in the lower leagues. There's fucking loads of lots hoofing, of hoofing, right? lots of having. <laughs> um, about jockey. Oh, that's, oh, that's when you're defending, aren't you? You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stand, stand off your man. But it's it's yeah. That sounds like you know a reasonable way of saying it. But I just love the way they come up with these. It's a way of covering the man with the ball by fainting without committing yourself. I used to like um, Ron Atkinson's. His little lollipops and yeah, I can't. That's all I can remember. Uh, yeah. some, some, some things, some things he shouldn't have said, but you know. <laughs> yeah, some fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. ones here. <laughs> this is an interesting one. Hat trick. Well, we know what okay. it is, but yeah, right. But so they they say seeing scoring three or more goals in a game by a single player. So if it's four oh. goals, it's not a hat trick, is it? What is it? I don't know right. what it is. Well, I guess sort it's of, uh, four goals sort of under well, yeah, yeah. Don't really care about four goals. No, exactly. But there's plenty there. That's Have a look. Really... SambaSoccerSchools.com. There's there's hundreds 
there. When um, we were writing Rovers, we used to go into a load of lower league football forums and just take just wonderful bits of um, language from I bet you know fans, and we stuck them in the scripts. Yeah, no, that's with, the, with yeah. the Rovers. What what I noticed there's a lot of big names in there that weren't so big when you cast them, like kind of Steve Spears. Yeah. Diane Morgan, that's kind of, and they kind of do the same circuit as you, don't they? Kind of, they seem to pop up in the same stuff as you. Is that like a little friendship group you got going? Yeah, yeah. I used to gig with Diane, and then Joe. Joe um, was in a sketch du- uh, like duo. They were a sketch duo. Uh, Steve, how did I meet Steve? I just always thought he was brilliant. He was great in extras, and yeah, Jamie Dimitri, who's just gone on to be huge now, was just. Staff, yeah, just Staff. I just knew him from the circuit, and you just knew immediately he was going to be a big name. Um, Lodi Adifo, but yeah, they're all just we we're just really lucky to get them at sort of yeah, the start of their career. Yeah, one thing I don't know if you've picked up on on Twitter is a I think it's a a page called um, Footy Scran. Have you seen that Footy Scran? Oh no! And they put pictures right. up from um, football league grounds, or actually some non-league grounds as well and that you have to sort of vote whether it's scran or not scran and by scran we mean look nice nice food um so there's it ranges from a roll with just like a a a slice about a centimeter thick of onion and (laughs) and a little bit of egg to like some cordon bleu meal but it's it's a really good one i don't know what the scran's like at exeter i would say I mean, I don't know because I haven't been to a wayground, so I don't know what the comparison is. But mm. I'd say it's pretty basic at Exeter. Yeah, it's no, there's some pasty. good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good one to have a look at. It's um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, do some grounds have really lovely food? Well, I, I say Ashton Gate is very yeah, good. They've got a range. Yeah, you can have you can have anything you want there, Rich. Really, can't you? Yeah, goat, goat curries and all sorts. It's got the proper little the co- the concourse under our Mexican. main stands. It's just bar bar. Food store, food store, like proper. Yeah, it's in like a bloke. Oh, really? Clark Pies. It's, yeah, it's like proper little restaurants, little, little pop ups okay. outside. Well, hopefully, oh, hopefully, come down. The uh, the FA yeah. Cup. You you guys got through. Beat um, uh, who was it yesterday? Port Vale. Port Vale yesterday, and and Torquay yeah. are still in it as well. Uh, they're I know. In the, still in the hat after drawing at Derby. So. Yeah, maybe yeah. you get through to the third round of get yeah. through to the third round of the FA Cup and uh, come and join the big boys up at Ashton Gate. Yeah, yeah. honestly, that's a, that's really exciting. That now Did I sort watch? of understand the magic of the FA Cup being in the lower leagues. I'm like, oh, could be brilliant. Yeah, yeah exactly. Go on, Rich. Do you know what? Do you know what's unique about Port Vale? Robbie Williams supports them. No, yeah. it's not really unique, is it? <laughs> it's, uh, Go on. Well, basically, it's not. It's not a place. There isn't a place uh, called Port Vale. Uh, Oh, okay. So yes, it's a football team not not named after a place. It was a uh, after a pub where they first met as a football team. What? I wasn't really? aware of that. I wasn't yeah. aware of that. But something else you said on a on one of your podcasts. If the, you you embrace Radio Devon, you find it cozy. Uh, oh, <laughs> I can't get enough of it. Honestly, we love Radio Bristol, for example. It's great, isn't it? It's so lovely. I like wrapping up warm, coming home, listening to that. And then I do, I love the radio, Radio Devon, when they're playing as well, just laying on the sofa mm. under a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, under a blanket, yeah. <laughs> but one thing I don't get with local radio, and the guy who does the traffic and travel for Radio Bristol, I think, <laughs> listens to this sure. show. So I have to be careful what I say. But Shout if you're out. stuck in traffic, 
do you switch on Radio Bristol to find out how quickly and which way to go? You probably switch on Google Maps or Waze and does exactly that thing. But uh, what are your thoughts, David, on traffic and travel? <laughs> so hyper, <it's, laughs> I'm so, so glad hyper. you've asked me. No, I'm really chuffed you've asked me, actually. I've I've literally got zero thoughts on traffic and travel. <laughs> I thought you were going to come up with something really good then. <laughs> it's, yeah, no. it's been done. It's got, I'll get off your chest all these years. Yeah. Oh, no, I love it. I love it. But how big's your how big's your stadium? Twenty seven thousand. About stadiums, twenty seven thousand capacity. Oh, it's lovely as well. That must be fun. Got lovely. Two or three hospitality lounges, seventeen corporate boxes. Oh, it's fantastic. And and it's not it one these. It's not one these solar bowls. Every stand is different looking as well. So it's oh, it's a nice looking ground as well. In like in like just yeah. this around dome you know it's, it's a lovely ground and Overlooks. how full is it um well average is about twenty thousand, i think for most home games yeah. rich would you say yeah yeah That's we're doing well obviously when, when it first got built and we we're doing well under lee johnson it was kind of packed most weekends but mm. yeah kind of obviously recent lower not not so good games has been yeah. done a little bit but yeah probably about are you always in the championship is that where you belong not belong but yeah pretty much you... <laughs> pretty yeah, much we find our level we went up from League One right. into the Championship in, in 2007, I think, Rich, under Gary Johnson. Yep. And yep. then we in, we went into the playoffs of the Premier League and almost went straight up, basically. League One, Championship, Premier League. I mean, that was that's, that's the dream, isn't it? But I just oh. want to get up into the Premier League just to experience it. If we come back down, we've, we've gone to, you know, 19 different grains. Yeah, are you bored in the Championship? Um, no. it's, it's, it's so entertaining. Anyone can be anyone. Yeah. Um, you yeah. get you get your your yo yo teams who come up and go down, you know. Like we'll see yeah. we'll see Norwich again soon, and uh, you know they'll they'll go up and they'll come back down. West Brom are usually one of the ones that go up and down, but they're down in the relegation zone. So it's it, there's no sort of formula to the championship. I don't think. Look at no. um, Sheffield United; they weren't very good on Tuesday night. Ashton Gate they beat us one nil, um, and then they went to Burnley or Bur- they played Burnley and beat them five two. <laughs> but part, part of me part of me doesn't want to go up to the premiership because every, every weekend city play i think we've got a chance of winning or a chance of losing or a chance of drawing i just think we go to the prem it'd be on a monday night it'd be a sunday after you know and, and the, that the premiership's three divisions in itself yeah. i think you go away to man city and not conceding seven's a good day I just yeah. I like the i like the championship thinking you've got a chance in every game whereas in the premiership you can write off at least half the season of just hoping you don't you know damage limitation so part of me yeah. is happy in the championship just, just battling away losing some winning some uh, really mm. that's me i just love to experience those footballing gods in front of me just for one season just watch <laughs> them close up yeah a little nose but david is that why is that why you bought four season tickets for one season <laughs> is that, isn't that the story you got a bit excited yeah <laughs> I was listening yeah. to that episode, I think, when you had it in your basket and then you end up phoning the club live on live on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I had two over there and two over here. Uh, <laughs> don't know how that happened. They refunded me. I'm pretty sure they did. Mm. But I bought two season tickets, one for my my little boy, my middle boy. Never comes. Like, throughout the week again. How old like, is he? Saturday. Seven. Okay. So I've got a, my my little boy is almost five, but I didn't intend to take him yet for a number of years because 
I actually want to watch the game and not go to the toilet every 10 minutes and get a snack every five minutes and get moaned yeah. at every 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yours so is more for the experience. <laughs> what age is the right age? I don't Do know, really. 10, like 18 when they, can, when they can buy a drink. Yeah. yeah, when they can handle themselves at 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. their responsibility. They're all different. But yeah. there, there, there is something there is something magical for me about... Uh, and even, like, w- my local team is Mangotsfield United, and that's probably more along the Rovers, as in your, your sitcom, Rovers sort yeah. of level. But there is that sort of spirit, you know, the, the, the bloke taking your money on the door is also the groundsman, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. Yeah, I love all that. But that must only happen in English leagues, I think. I, don't think, I can't see that happening. In European leagues, having that kind of I don't know, must be in the lower leagues. Like 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 yeah, yeah, but still, yeah, but still, good level. I, I still quite a good level. Mangotsfield. Yeah. Have you got an I even mean, more local team um, that you that you would go and watch to get that proper non-league spirit? Torquay. Yeah. So they're in the FA Cup. <laughs> they're still. shit, aren't they? They're shit, aren't they? <laughs> Is it plain more? They still play at? Is that right? I yeah. don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know who they. Yeah, there must be. Yeah, who would that be? Because Rovers was based on. I think they were sort of two. They were one step away from being. What would it be? Can't remember the league now. Right. Uh, maybe national league, one below that in our okay. minds. Yeah. Yeah. In our the... head, they'd have about a hundred people watching. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you must have gone to watch some clubs like that, or someone else yeah. did to sit to yeah. get that sort of. You know. Yeah. I know well, you, you said people watch send three stuff bridges. in. Yeah, we used to go and watch Three Bridges. They were in the Rymans. Right, Did okay. The Rymans still oh, exist? Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. Burgess Hill. So so it's it's like, because I played Sussex Div 2. So you go Sussex Div 2, Sussex Div 1, then Rymans. And then I think you go into, I don't know, conference. So it's kind of that level. You probably have like 250 people mm. watching. But even, like me and Joe used to be like the... Like their star midfielder would be taken off, substituted, and walk past us. We go, fucking hell, there's Danny, Danny Chandler. Yeah. Or Who the fuck's yeah. Danny Chandler? But we'd, we'd get really excited about this plumber. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> what position did you play then? What position did David Earl play? I was very much a Franco Baresi. Right. At the back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just cleaned yeah. up. Cleaned up at the back. Just cleaned up, tidied up at the back. Yeah. And then... Uh, yeah. No, I was all right. I just wasn't fast enough. So right. I found my level very quickly. Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, let's talk yeah. about um, comedy, if that's all right. How, how did you get into comedy? I, I read that you, it was you, listening to your dad rolling off the sofa whilst watching Faulty Towers was a good start. Yeah. Well, that's definitely in there. I definitely used to hear him that happen and go, oh, that sounds that sounds quite good. I'd love to have a job where you do that or make mm. someone do that. But, you know, I didn't stick, I didn't wake up the next morning and go, right, I'm going to be a comedy. But it was just <laughs> in there. Oh, God, I was just lost throughout my 20s. Right. And then I think, what was I, sort of 30, I made a short film. And it's weirdly, it just landed on Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant's agent's desk and they were there at the moment when the, this package arrived and they said i'll stick no it on way. they watched it and they they rang me up wow. so they were writing the christmas special of the office at the time yeah so i was just driving this shitty old truck delivering 
cement mixers. I get a call going, oh, I mean, it's, uh, oh, that's my agent's voice. It's not my agent's voice. <laughs> but it's just saying, yeah, Rick and Steve, <laughs> Rick and Stephen want to meet you. And I was like, what? Yeah, so that was the beginning. You weren't in the office Christmas special, were you? No. No, the first thing they put me in was extras. Ah, right. I was going to say, because I... I've watched The Office back to back, upside down, sideways. It was really yeah, tr- troubling it. me then. That did, did no, I no. miss that? <laughs> no, the, when I first got into comedy, started just started doing stand up. Within the, that first year, it was all. I remember the Christmas special was coming out, and hmm. obviously everyone loved Ricky and Steve, and so it was very much like people going for auditions, trying to get in it, and yeah. Yeah, well, Stephen's yeah. obviously one of the most well-known people to have come from Bristol. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, and Rich, you yeah. went to the premiere of um, of his his latest, yeah, yeah what? the Outlaws. The Outlaws, of course. Yeah, yeah I couldn't, couldn't think yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Always, always welcome back to to Hannam in Bristol. <laughs> literally, literally, that's literally um, that's like two miles up the road from us, apparently. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, very local. He's, a, he's very local. Well, that's where he grew up, was it? Yeah. Yeah, Hannam, yeah, Hannam and Bristol. Yeah. From there, uh, so I don't think you, your character was named in Extras, was it? It was just like Superfan or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So didn't have a name. But yeah. then we saw, did we first see Brian in Cemetery Junction? Yeah. Yeah, Ricky gave me, or Ricky and Stephen gave me a part in that. Um, uh, yeah, I've always was, just sort of, go on. I was going to was that, was that Brian Gittins? Or was that just another character I mean, called it, Brian? It's just, I don't know what it is. How did I it evolve? I glasses on. I go, all right, how are you doing? I do that. And <laughs> when I was on stage, depending on if, it, if I was in a good mood or bad mood, happy, sad, I'd react in that. So some people go, oh, Brian's really sweet. And other people go, he's a fucking horrible piece of work. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's just glasses and voice and then attitude changes on depending on. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so when you when you do when you're doing Brian in in um obviously Sam's Junction obviously in uh Afterlife, Afterlife recently is it is it your is it your is he, he doesn't tell you what to say does he because Matt, Matt when he when when you obviously got your bloopers he collapses the stuff you say does he just give you free reign just to say what you want long as long as you're directing yeah. directing it somewhere yeah I mean there's a script um... <laughs> throws out the window. <laughs> A lot, yeah, a lot of the time. (laughs) You know, I might walk into the office and there'll be a script and I know and he knows that I can't stick to the, or I can stick to the script, but he allows me the freedom to just, if I've got an idea, to just go off on one. Um, But there are some, there are some scenes where just like, like Kevin, Derek or Brian will just like, Kev walks into the room and reacts to, and then it's just, film 10 minutes and see what happens yeah, yeah. but there's definitely a script but then i can just do what i want with it yeah. yeah within reason you said about uh you know hearing your dad rolling around listening to and watching faulty towers i'd say i watched the deleted scene the caravan scene with you <laughs> explaining how you get oh. janice into the caravan at I least i think that was a deleted scene what it says just... it says no, it's the bloopers reel well, hang on hang on oh, right Steady on, right? Here we go. I rem- I remember going. Oh, hello. In oh, fact, right. this scene was never even completed as the actors couldn't get through it. Was, was oh. can we just? Can well, you? Well, I remember in- someone saying, 
it was lunchtime. Let's go in the caravan and knob about. Yeah. <laughs> can we just watch this scene and then just indulge, oh, indulge me sure. so that we can watch this? Because sure. I've put this on so many times and shown it to people. What are you, what I are you, think... what are you thinking watching that? I mean, that is, that is a deleted Well, just scene. there with my leg going up and down, I think I said, pretty sure I had a dildo strapped to my knee. <laughs> there is a scene. It's where, Rick, it's where Rick's, leg, Rick's leg kept popping up as well. Yeah. Every time Ricky laughed, yeah. his leg popped up to this. <laughs> right, right, right. The, cup, the cupboard. There, there yeah. is a scene that does get into the movie. We won't, won't play it, but it's, it's, it's this in the movie, into, oh, the, into the show. Sake. It's this one. That one gets Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Now that that I'm pretty sure the script said there, just Derek watches Kev explain sex positions. So yeah, that was there was no dialogue. It. it was just yeah. But honestly, I, I what I'm crying, thinking watching that crying is, with laughter. Yeah, what are you thinking watching that? Uh, that you are told to say stuff with the camera pointing at you, and you're under. Well, it's not a lot of pressure, but there is some pressure. You. you your brain is just going a hundred miles an hour. Just going, uh, what am I going to do? Oh, talk about, I don't know, talk about a ninja. I don't know. <laughs> and you're just throwing stuff out and hoping that it's all right. Yeah. I mean, it helps. Ricky's enjoying it. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he's obviously directing, directing it as well from, from, from the bed. I'd love to watch that scene with him just looking at me in silence. Oh, exactly. Not enjoying it. Just not enjoying it. <laughs> Yeah, no, the fact that he's corpsing along with you obviously yeah. adds to it. And I, I've got to admit, I mean, that 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 clip we just watched has had 2 million views on YouTube. Um, and it? I know that Derek probably has had far more, but for a deleted scene, for a, for a, for an outtake, you know, it's got to be up there with, with the, the, the most watched ones on there, I'm sure. But It's bizarre because... Uh... The truth of it is, it's like fifteen minutes in a caravan, one lunchtime, and then, and then you go, "Oh yeah, we did that, didn't we?" And and it still exists. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely fantastic. Much to my mum's, yeah. Oh sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, Kevin, the character in Derek, we're not going to break this down in some you know educated way, but he is. He's got a, a, a real likable side to him as well. You know, when you make that, when you, when the character Kevin makes yeah. that dog um, for Derek in the second, yeah. se second series, mm -hmm. that was just a real like touching moment. Yeah. I remember the first series because Kev was, you know, he was pretty grim with things he was saying and the way he was behaving. But I remember Ricky saying, oh, just wait. He said it always happens, but he said, just wait. There's a scene in Ep 6 where he sort of shows his true colours. And then suddenly it was like, oh, Kevin's quite sweet, really, isn't he? And, but honestly, for five weeks, everyone's saying, get that fucking actor out of this sitcom. No way. And then no this, way. One, and this one scene kind of saved it. Yeah. Well, it was certainly one us because, um, you know, it's one of, one of the highlights of Derek for me is, oh. is Kev. And then when Joe Wilkinson turns up, sign of the twine. Yeah. Uh, yeah that yeah, was yeah. an interesting episode. Was that great to have him on set? That was great. That definitely was all improvised. That was about an hour of improv. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there were no, hardly any diet. We just improvised that. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. There's, um, one, there's, one where, there's one bit where Joe smacks you and your glasses are hanging off. And Oh, uh, well, that was, there's a, there's um. There's a uh, documentary which I kind of 
I pilfered for Brian and Charles our our film, but I reckon. Did you say you do TV recommendations or? Yeah, we're going to do TV recommendations. Yeah. 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 All right. Or, or fi- There's or a documentary music, from the nineties called um, "Summer in the Estate." Okay. And uh, there's, there, it's amazing, and they're, they're, it's probably about two hours long. But there's a scene in the middle, about fifteen minutes long, where we kind of took bits, and we definitely influenced for that scene with Derek, and then definitely took two or three scenes from my own film. It's just right. amazing Some, characters. Yeah, S- summer. What was it called? Summer on the estate. Basically, one of the characters is drunk, and he just whacks someone in the face, just out of the blue, and during a conversation. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> definitely oh, have a listen to that but it's amazing because it's early doc so they're not aware of the camera so it feels really real mm. yeah yeah it's really good and uh, i can't i can't ever uh see a pint be knocked over without imagine you sipping it up from the carpet as well that, yeah that, that ricky was... said to me recently actually he said i don't think you're actually gonna do it <laughs> oh my god no no yeah. it's absolutely brilliant and then yeah. more recently afterlife amazing success throughout and you were you were in all three seasons i think with but yeah. mainly in the second and third your character developed more in the second and third but that be would that be fair with the with, with the hoarding and yeah. then the relationship you develop with um with the guy who plays the recorder with his nose <laughs> yeah no it just i think that was kind of through maybe in the first series maybe there was a scene where me and ethan had a bit of fun together and ricky saw a little bromance so yeah so um yeah it's obviously get ideas for the next series when you start writing yeah, yeah. and the fact that you, so i think in in derek and in afterlife and it might just be you as as a bit of improv you always speak to derek and to the the, the lad in afterlife with you like and you always say come on boy all right boy is that is that something like, that you've yeah. brought in I don't know. I don't know where half these things. I don't know. Something, someone I, else... I, I never call my son by his name anymore. I just say, come on, boy. <laughs> yeah, I think I do. Like, come on, boy. Oh, right, boy. Come on, boy. I mean, Ricky would ring me up and he'd, uh, like, he'd sort of he say. He says it as well, doesn't he? Yeah, on um, interviews. Yeah, he'd kind of say, come on, let's get you bathed. Let's get you in the bath. <laughs> that scene is absolutely <laughs> fantastic if you sat on the toilet. <laughs> oh fuck yeah that went on for ages that scene they only put a tiny bit in oh my god yeah. <laughs> no i absolutely yeah. love it oh uh, well i mean we can't wait for the the next the next appearance any anything in the pipeline in terms of david earl back on the back on our tvs well it's just our film is now available to oh rent of course brian brian and, uh, yeah um, brian and charles yeah so, so i've watched the youtube short of that uh, many oh, years you? ago how how many years ago would that have been i'm sure i've seen it at least four yeah probably four yeah about, sounds about right and i watched yeah. that and absolutely loved it so how is that how has that developed into a a, a feature-length movie if you like i don't know it's, it's just crazy we Someone made that pick it film up. and yeah film four just got in contact and said look do you want to write a script film a uh, feature film script we're like yeah all right never thought it'd get made they're really helpful, got that written, and then we were just about to start filming, and then the pandemic hit, and we were like, oh, oh yeah. here we go. Hmm. And we really thought our film would be the first one that they would show. And then just before the second lockdown, we, we spent a month in Wales and, and got it filmed, and uh, and then it went to Sundance, and we won the award. It's just mental. 
yeah. Obviously, there were times on set when I'd look at the robot walking over like Chris dressed as a robot. I'd go, what the fuck are we doing? And why have they given us money? <laughs> no, no, it's yeah, not, but I, we got I, away with it. Well, that YouTube short is absolutely. I love it. Really, I love it. Just to, obviously, oh, thank you. you. Obviously, obviously, you built in. You know, then he kind of developed it. He developed into like a almost half human by reading the dictionary. Then he kind of got annoyed by nicking your cabbages. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, bo- yeah. You bo- you bombed him out. Then realized you missed him. And he well, it's yeah, ironic. Yeah. It's ironic that the pandemic yeah. put a put a stop to it or, or stilted it a little bit because it's all about loneliness and people who it's were so, yeah, it's... living at home during the pandemic by themselves. You had people who were very lonely and then people who yeah. were completely at the other end of the spectrum and just wanted to get away from being locked in a house with their yeah. families. Um, so yeah, I mean, we didn't ironic. change the script at all. It was just pure coincidence. Mm. Yeah, that it was about this lonely bloke who built his own friend. Yeah. It's fantastic. And when is that available now? To is it on That's, Netflix or anything like that? Yeah, or? it's Amazon, and you can buy it. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if it's going to be streamed like Netflix, but it's right. like in America, it's on Peacock. But it's definitely available on Amazon, iTunes. You can buy it. All. Yeah. yeah. Well, I certainly love the sh- yeah. the short, so I'll definitely be getting on to that. Um, David, we'd love you to take part in some of our regular segments. Uh, Rich yeah. is a professional ranter by trade. Um, yeah. So he's going to start us off with a rant, something that's annoyed him in the last couple of weeks. I, I'm just going to say one more thing first. I, and something that, something that David wrote with Joe, which I, I, I was late to the party, but I absolutely adored it. The Cockfields. Oh, I, thank you. I, I, I absolutely loved it. And so obviously the first series only had three episodes in it and series two, but I don't know if you wrote it or Joe wrote it or we were together, but that scene in the old people's home when I can't remember her name now, but she dances to Salt and Pepper. Push yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That is one yeah. that is in my top five comedy moments of British comedy. I watched oh. it and watched it and watched it. And you got Gareth in the background, kind of uh, Gareth in the background. Oh kind of great. I I'm really good. Do you know wife. what? That little shot of Garth. Is one of my favourite shots of the series is, where yeah. he's just getting he's, into. Yeah, <laughs> he's just doing a bit. Of... But the, but there, oh, there, there a lot of, but there are a lot of comedies that me and the wife kind of get on. No, kind of both agree they're they're magical, and I kind of watched it on my on my own in the garden room just you know, one evening. Is that and a I great said, segue into your rant? No, no. I, this is what <laughs> no, like, no. I want to uh, pick up on this topic of some of David's wrote, and I just thought Cockfields. Uh, is there more to come? Is it is. Is that, or is that Do you know the- what? There isn't, annoyingly. Um, no. Yeah, it, it was cancelled. Uh, we absolutely loved it, and we were really chuffed that we got to write it. And I'm really proud of that show. Not many people yeah, saw you it. Be. But... Yeah, it was brilliant. Thank oh, you. It's, it, uh, like you say, it's, it's, a, it's a hidden gem. If anyone anyone listens to this podcast and just looks at the Cockfields, I, I think it's on Now TV, so you need to obviously yeah. subscribe to it. But definitely worth watching. I it's mean, brilliant. We, we lost Bobby Ball. And yeah. we were writing series two, and we'd just finished episode six, and we got a phone call from our agent saying Bobby Bulls died. And we're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and it just threw up all these. Um... But yeah, so that was a fiddly moment. He was such a lovely man. But the, the character David, with... the character David as well, the the kind of stepbrother yeah. of Joe, Joe's character. Yeah, he's comic. That's a comic genius. Yeah, he's, he's sort of based part. on the guy I do the podcast with. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, thank so, you. Yeah, just, awesome. Just, just what, yeah, just what I bring it out there. How, how good it is. Uh, yeah, rant. My rant recently, we went uh, went out to Newquay on holiday, and my wife, my wife ordered steak and jacket potato. 
And that's literally all that come out. My rant is when you order a steak and something, you kind of expect it to be with something. You shouldn't have to then order something else on the side as an extra cost. If I want steak and chips, I want steak and chips, a bit of salad, a bit of garnish, and a bit. I should have to pay separately. Was this a steak restaurant? Was it a proper steak restaurant? No, no I must admit it was the it was the Green Parrot in Perrinport, which is the Burger Spoon. So yeah, I'm not. It's not it's not a Gordon Ramsay restaurant, but but no, if it was a steak restaurant, then then I'd half expect that you order your steak and then you and then you have to select what fries you want: truffle, parmesan, yeah, triple cooked. That's extra. Yeah, that's extra yeah, no, getting it. Yeah. Why? Why have you got? Why have you got a kind of? You give her a sandwich, you'll have a cheese sandwich, then pay some extra for the butter, extra for a bit of lettuce. Mm. You spent a meal when you're paying for a meal. No one has a bit of steak on its own, do they? On a plate, and that's it. Any views on that, David? He really is going off on one, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> this is a tame one. You know what? I've I'm, only ever I'm, had one steak in my whole life. Wow. Are you... Uh, are you not, a, I'd never think about it. Are you a vegan or a vegetarian no, or a, I just, just don't, don't like I steak? Never, it never crosses my mind. No, I probably love it. Why am no, I? I'm doesn't a... it clog up your ass? Yeah, I'm it's the same as you, David. Huge. It plays havoc with your teeth, gets in your teeth, gets everywhere. It's, it's too, it's too <laughs> much hard no, your ass, though. It. Doesn't it stay oh, your in your tubes? It, it, oh, yeah, yeah, it not, takes like not, two yeah. weeks to deconstruct. <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not great for your colon. No, red meat. <laughs> no. It, it does. Uh, okay. It does. St- is that there for quite a while? Yeah. It's nice. It bugs me. You expect to see a, a, a meal, a price at the end of it, and you get peas at least with it. Some peas, not peas yeah. for a ha- handful of peas. What kind of steak did you have, Rich? What cut? I'd, I'd have it. I'd have steak. It's the wife's. I'd have, I'd have a burger. So okay, all right. Oh, mate, I, this is right. burger so I don't think she could request what cut she had. Okay, yeah, probably rump. Um, I've got a rant to sup- supplement your rant, Rich. Um, and you've both I'll pay for it. You've both gone through this i'm sure having children um and taking children particularly of the ages that that mine are at the moment around sort of four and seven taking them swimming the aftermath never go go. (laughs) oh my god it's getting them dressed yeah getting them showered getting them dressed loose fitting loose fitting clothes because i took my boy to lessons about a month ago and he was wearing sort of drain pipe jeans (laughs) (laughs) and we were in there for ages stuck to his legs good god i don't go so last time i went to a public pool with my boys just this kid just vomited oh in the pool like five yards away from us just went just all in the pool oh yeah oh my god and all that hiss and yeah it's not it's not yeah what you're standing in must be disgusting on your feet i mean my my rant was the is the before and the after. The bit in the middle is actually right. not too bad. <laughs> I hate the middle bit. <laughs> if I can give you one bit of advice, uh, Patch, uh, invest in, or uh, I'm sure as everyone's available, but a dry robe. So okay. wear a dry robe, go swimming, put the dry robe back on, Yeah. take your gear off underneath it. You're, you're walking out of a towel on, basically, and it cuts out the whole getting them undressed, getting the uh, right, dry then you just So you literally take them in a dry robe and their swimming trunks. They get in the pool. Yeah. They get out of the pool, put it back on, and then get back in the car and off for whom? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Put the dry rib on. Okay. Back off right. your trunks while she's still wearing the dry rib, so no one can see, obviously. And okay. then back in the car. So All right. You know what I do with swimming when we go to lessons? This, I don't know if this will help in any way. I have uh, a wine gum in the bat in this car. One wine gum. Uh, <laughs> got got a fire yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. I go if you do as you're told. Back to the car. Okay. <laughs> We have a little chew on that wine gum. 
Mm. Okay. <laughs> what colour? What colour is it? Works a treat. <laughs> yeah. If it's a green one, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Any rants from you, um, David? Anything that's we'll, we'll get onto Room of Doom in a minute, which is more of a Room One Hundred One thing. But this is just a general ranting phase. I've got another one. I'll give you one more. Um, when you go into a restaurant, I don't know if you do this very often, but I seem to. Um, I want a pint. I want a, a pint of lager within about five minutes of being sat down, or else I'm getting ed- edgy. Have you seeked medical help? Is that something? Is that no? Is like I, a, I'm sure. I'm issue, sure there's this you coming out. There must be at least one person listening who feels the same way. <laughs> Again, I don't. I've hardly ever had lager. Okay. Do you prefer sure cider or or non-alcoholic? I've just, you know what? I've hardly ever had cider. I had cider for the first time. Well, I've seen you drinking like, lager oh, on Derek, for I, example. No, that was just water in there. <laughs> oh, no. You can't say yeah. that. You can't you can't yeah. blur that. Although line. we did film one scene at nine fifteen in the morning, I had to open up a new can and take a sip, and that was right. Okay, yeah. tenant super or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now you're in Devon. It's got to be cider, isn't it? Cider all the way. I love cider. It's great, isn't it? Cider. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Is it good? I don't know. I've lost confidence. <laughs> in three seconds. Yeah. Well, obviously we got Thatcher's Gold uh, Factory. That's where. In Bristol, so on the outskirts, so we're, we're uh, okay. side, side of boys in this part of the country. Shepton as well, Mallet, so. is it? No, no, it's Sanford. Sanford, just, uh, just by Bristol Airport. Yeah, Bristol's no, nice, isn't it? It is. I did a gig in Bristol, a really nice venue. Go on. It's a great, it's a great city. I'm not known. Very W. W. Um, Wix. Wix. Watershed. I think it's Watershed. 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 Holds about two hundred or something. Yeah, lovely. I was coming yeah, to watch right, you. Right, I was right coming to watch. I was coming to watch Brian Gittins in stand-up in Bath, and it got cancelled. I can't remember why. Oh no, because no one turned up, and I was like, oh, "I'm not going there if no like five people are there. I'm not doing that." So it, it would have maybe. been a quality audience, me and four yeah, mates. Yeah, but I, I hate stand-up. <laughs> I did the Bristol Watershed as Brian, or I think it's the Watershed, and uh, I came out. I did about three minutes, and someone said, "You're not wearing your glasses." Oh, aren't I? Oh. Do the glasses. And I was I, I was so <laughs> not into doing stand up. I was just like, oh fucking, I'll just walk out there. I wasn't in costume, didn't have the glasses on. <laughs> they, they, they came for the glasses. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, let's get on to our room of doom then. So the way this works is we all put forward something that irks us. It can be anything big, anything small, anything goes really. Just imagine you're going on room one oh one. Um, so you put one forward and then we all vote whether to put it in or not, and you can't vote for yourself. So, uh, Rich, do you want to go first, set the scene? I'm setting the scene that our roads are getting more and more clogged with parked cars. So, you know, we all, you know, I live in a, bit, uh, a built-up area, not on a So state, people but... who park their cars, is that what you're going? No, no, going? no, no, it's people who park their work vans. So say you work for Virgin Media, say, back in the day, you used to have a depot, you used to drive to the depot, get your van out, do your job, Drop the van off, drive your car home, whack on the drive. Now you've got your drive the car on the drive, take your virgin van out, bring it home, park on a corner or outside someone else's house in a different street. And there's more and more work vans on parked up on the night. Okay. So people who people who park their work vans on the street. Yeah. There's yeah, there should be a higher tax. There should be a a payment you've got to pay to park a work van or a commercial van on a road. Okay. It's like our roads are like archers and they're getting clogged up by the day. Okay, people, obviously right. people, people, uh, kids are living at home longer now, so they got cars. That's 
say you got two kids, like we, we've all got, so that's four mm. cars outside your house. There aren't many houses built with space for four cars, let alone two. Okay. Right. People just, just more more cars, park cars. Dodged. What about me? When, oh, when I was a gardener, I had to park outside people's houses. Yeah, to do the job. Do the job, sorry. I'm, I'm about when you come in. He's on about overnight. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I mean, generally parked up. Yeah, I don't mean parked in the day, like when yeah. you're okay. working. Yeah, if you're actually it. working in my house, Virgin Media, doing something, yeah, then that's relaxed. absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. Bring your van round. That's <laughs> okay. fine. Okay. Right. When you go home and you've got your car on the drive and your work van's parked outside your house or somebody else's got house. You. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Mine is uh, it's something that's been caused by the pandemic, but was kind of around beforehand and it's still lingering now. And it's the awkward fist bump slash handshake. This happened to me recently where I went in with a fist bump, which I would never have done before the wow. pandemic. No, I think I, I no, it's the other way around. I went in with a handshake, the fist came out, but it was too late to, to make a, an adjustment. And it was a, it was a, it was an Ali G moment where he put his fist out and someone sort of shook his hand. Like oh, that. God. So it was yeah. really awkward. And I said to the person, I'll catch up with you in five minutes. Cause he was busy. And he came over to have a chat and I said, can we just do that again and go for a proper handshake? So it was kind of water under the bridge. But I did think about it for five minutes of how stupid it made both of us look. Um, So, yes, that awkward fist bump slash handshake scenario is my lodging. Um, David, what have you got for us? The only thing that I can think of is is that sort of annoys me every day is my body. Your body? (laughs) Your bodily functions, yeah. or the or a particular no, my, part, my on my tummy. Okay, it's just really big, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm really sick of it, and I want love. I want a lovely body. Right. Okay. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Anything? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I have a guy called Nick comes around once a week, and he okay. kicks my ass, and uh, I just can't. I sat. I took my boy to get his feet looked at, and I was just sat there in a while. The, the doctor was looking. Uh, there was a mirror there. I was like, "Fucking stay to that." Yeah, we've all we've all. I'm that, sick of my body. How are you so slim? Me? Um, mm. I must. How old do you think? Old. How old do you think Rich is? By the way, David. If well, he's in 82, so I d- he doesn't look that old. But now I'm going to go for 51. Wow. Ooh, spot on. Wow. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah, but I would have said I would have said 44. Okay. Oh, you look like Seb Cardinal. Do you know Seb Cardinal? He plays a lot of um. Camp. He was in. He was in the uh, Ravers, wasn't he? Yeah, he's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah anyway, yeah. How have you got a slim body? Um, thanks to the pandemic, I did a lot of cycling, and so um, and I kind of uh, I'm I'm a person who kind of wears a lot of. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, mine's going a little bit quicker than that, but um, I'm somebody who wears a lot of Fred Perry t-shirts, David. So I do like to keep. That's kind of a thin man's fashion, unfortunately. So what do you eat in the evenings? Um, I'm very. Should I go for the whole day? Yeah, there we go. Five cherries. I'm going to make notes here. <laughs> right, make Honestly, notes. from the moment you were, what, wake up, even yep, your little uh, snackies. First thing you wake up, uh, a big uh, bottle of water before you put on your makeup. Get, get the old, yeah. get the old organs, get the organs working straight away, and maybe a lemon, hot lemon drink. Get some metabolism kicking oh, in. Yeah, oh, this is brilliant. Yeah, and then we're talking a cup of porridge oats, so a cup, and then a cup of oatly oat milk, barista version. Yep. That's the best one. Yeah, obviously microwave up two minutes. Chia seeds, uh, blueberries and raspberries with some ground cinnamon on top. 
mix that in. Lovely. So that's my breakfast. You're listening to uh, Rich Brains Diet. And then, and then lunch. How long will is... that keep you? How long will that keep you satiated? Yeah, good two hours. A good two hours. Okay, then what? And also do I also do um intermittent fasting, so I don't eat for sixteen hours. Obviously, that that includes the bit of your your sleep, obviously. But um, so do that as well. That's annoying me now. And, and I'm then, annoyed. Um, and for lunch is quinoa, avocado, bit of chicken, uh, sweet corn, turmeric. But make sure when you put the turmeric in, you add some black pepper because that kicks the turmeric to life. And then um, have I didn't I, have, I, I didn't tune in for this. I'll have oh, an orange, um, some mixed nuts. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm hanging off every word here. I'll tell you a good snack is um, three cups of Greek yogurt with some uh, linseeds or um, maybe some more I'll nuts. I'll tell you your hard work to live with. Yes. No, the, the, the wife's just started us. This is no right, joke. Right, can I... Sorry, can we just keep this going for one more minute? What Enjoy. about when you're out and about and you're starving and you're maybe driving around on the motorway? What do you do then? Burger King, drive through, Whopper. Yeah, but those. Oh, but if I do have a, if I have a McDonald's, I do go for the McPlant, but that is not a, a religious belief or a, a, a meat belief. It tastes lush. A McPlant. I don't eat it just because it's not meat. It actually tastes very nice. Have you ever do had you a McPlant, David? Day? Have you ever had a McPlant, David? Ever oh, had a McDonald's? Just nodded. <laughs> oh, yeah, this isn't religious. This isn't kind of. This isn't. I had Dominic's pizza Friday night. Uh, like six pints on Friday. Night. I had a curry last night. It's getting uh, better. Uh, this diet's getting, getting better. Yeah, but it's, all, it's, all, it's all balance, isn't it? It's all balance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just been having that good things. I like you to have the, the bad things and not okay. not put on loads of weight. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got a big belly and I don't like it. Okay. Well, so to summarize, this week's <laughs> room of doom entries are David's belly. Um for me, it was the awkward fist bump slash handshake. And for Rich, it was people who park their work vans on the street overnight. Um, so I'll kick off. <laughs> and I don't, I really like David. I don't want to put his belly or him in the room of doom. So I'm going to go for Rich and the work vans. Uh, David, you've got a vote between work vans and the awkward fist bump or handshake. I'll go for the work vans, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so it's 2-0 two, two yeah. to Rich. Rich, uh, it doesn't really matter, but who would you go for? Well, I, I, I've been where David is, and I didn't sound like patronising or anything, but I've, I've sat there with a bit rude, but of, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know what I mean. <laughs> where am I exactly? <laughs> Just outside Torquay. I'm a big guy. You're a big guy. <laughs> yeah, I can't see. You're, you're sat down, so you've hit it well. But, um, oh, my God. But no, if I could, if I, I like to think if my diet's helped and he can tweet in a month's time that he's lost a good half a stone thanks yeah. to Rich Brown's diet, that'd be amazing. So, what is your current diet, David? What what is your? Current... It's not that when you were saying all this, I was like, well, it's pretty similar. Okay. I think I probably just eat too much. We eat well, but I eat too much. Eat yeah, too much portion control. Are we talking? Yeah, I I really struggle with that, and you'd be surprised. Um, yeah, I. My my, I eat separately most of the time from my wife because she only likes a small amount of things and small amounts of that thing as well. But you know, if you get like a pack of chicken, you get like a pack of chicken thighs. There's like five in there. Well, I'm I just throw them all on, and I think I'll just have two, and then I come back yeah. and oh, that I may as well have that one. And then by the yeah. time you've gone to bed, you've had all five. 
I think that's you're, my problem. But you're, you're so clear in your kids' plates as well. If they leave something behind, if you no, know. yeah, no, I, I, I do I, that. I used to. Yeah. I used to. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, try, I tried not to be around for kids' tea times. <laughs> like, yeah. Can't trust yourself. Chaos. Absolute chaos. Eat that. That's another, that's another rant. Why don't my kids eat anything apart from crisps and snacks and stuff? They never yeah. eat like a square meal anymore. Taste buds. Because they're kids. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right. Let's get let's um just get on to recommendations then. Um Rich, um what have you been watching on TV lately? Or you know, you've you've done recommendations on all sorts, apps, whatever you want to do, really. I Any mean, what are you gonna recommend to the listeners? Well, Apart from everything David Earl's ever done. Well, I, I was gonna say the cop well. is my <laughs> That's my, top, that's my top recommendation because um, it is just a lovely easy to watch comedy isn't it kind of there's no effort in it it's like, yeah. maybe come a bit closer but, um, to the microphone Rich sorry I was just relaxed I was because I, I got the cockfields in my mind I just felt relaxed on the, old, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the Isle of Wight um, sound like you're in the cockfields I haven't really been watching a lot uh, I watched two episodes of that Dama thing Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, yeah, but that annoyed me because it, it, it wasn't correct. It's a hard watch, I, but it's one something. I did eight one... minutes. I was like, why am I watching this? We just turned it off straight away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I asked myself yeah. that it's... question throughout watching the whole thing. Why am I watching this? But yeah. I still watched the whole thing. Weird. Yeah. The, the, Weird. Only, the, only, the only thing I'm watching religiously is Taskmaster. And that's just every Thursday. So that's because okay. me, and daughter, me and my eldest daughter enjoy it. Have right. you ever been approached for that, David? Is there anything that's ever been throwing to you i can't i, I wouldn't i know i i would never do that i just no? i get i find it too stressful what about what about the jungle would you ever do the jungle that starts tonight no <laughs> you know no some good people in it yeah yeah it's great people in it sean walsh you recognize my friend sean, sean walsh in it yeah do you want me to give you the yeah. lineup rich because you probably haven't got a clue well, i know i know four of them i've, I've been right. through the lineup hancock Hancock and Boy George is enough. Boy George, Sue Cleaver, uh, Corey Star, uh, Owen Warner, who's from Hollyoaks, never heard of him. Um, Scarlett Douglas, who's from a TV presenter and property expert. Mike Tyndall, I'm surprised he's going in with his uh, royal family connections. Uh, Charlene White, who's a TV presenter and journalist. Chris Moyles. Radio legend, it says here. Yeah. Jill Scott, uh, England lioness, footballer. Babatunde Alish, a comedian. Olivia Atwood, Love Island TV personality. And that's it. That's all I've got for you. Yeah. Yeah. Boy George, Chris Moyles, and Mr. Hancock. That'll be good. What I didn't know about Boy George is he was once in the A team. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. I'll see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was because they were they were big in America at that point. Culture club, culture club, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, Rich, your recommendation was two episodes or eight minutes of Jeffrey Dahmer. Is that where we're staying with? Well, no, I wouldn't say I'm not going to recommend watching two episodes, and that's it. Okay, that's what, got, that's what I've watched. Have you got anything a bit more full in terms of a recommendation? No, well, Taskmaster. I, I, I think mm. if I watch, we've got you said that at the minute. Yeah, Task. When you say Taskmaster. It makes me think, and it makes me think of, of David and the fact that you do a lot of ad-libbing. Why don't they bring back again, whose line is it anyway, and would you do that? Oh, God, no. 
<laughs> I hate. I, I don't like improvisation. All right, okay. There's uh, is it really? Uh, is it really real? It's a bit cringy. Yeah, I used to love that growing up, but now I'm like. Yeah. There must be moments when oh. none of them. There must be moments in that program when none of them could think of anything, and that's a cut. No, like, stop the oh, camera rolling. Right. Quick, think of something. So stressful. Quick, we'll forget about that then. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> recommendation <laughs> from me. Um, I, I I really enjoyed, it. and again, it's one of those weird things where I was like, "Why am I watching this?" But it was called This England. Kenneth Branagh playing Boris oh, Johnson. Oh yeah, is it good? Was it really it was really interesting to be behind mixed the door. reviews? Yeah, I'm sure. Reviews. I'm sure. And, yeah. and who knows how much of it, you know, is, you know, it's not going to be 100% and it might not be even 50%. But the the acting alone of Kenneth Branagh was worth, was worth watching. The job he does, the job he does on Boris Johnson um, was, was brilliant. I'd like to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard hitting. You know, it, it covers, you know, the, the massive, massive lows and the, the pandemic and all its, all its pain um but really interesting watch so if you haven't watched that yet this where, England... where are we finding this so where that was on it? sky sky one yeah i think yeah so it's probably yeah. on your now tv yeah, i'm yeah, sure probably. so this england um and i don't know if you're a game of thrones fans i don't i know rich probably isn't but david i don't know if you are but game uh, house of dragons i thought was fantastic if you like game of thrones you'll you'll love house of dragons just uh just like just like switching on game of thrones which you know i know it's it's uh set many many hundred years prior but fantastic david do you, the, do you, do you watch game, do you watch games of friends do you like fantasy i hated it with a passion <laughs> <laughs> we watched two, we watched two episodes and then there was one point where they had this really long conversation on a beach and i was like, i'm out <laughs> Do you know what? Robes. I watched I watched Game of Thrones episode one and two probably twice or three times before I then went on the journey. Before you realised, so, I keep being told that it's not good honestly, enough. I'm 48. I'm going to die soon. I don't want people saying, <laughs> "Just wait until season three. <laughs> season, <laughs> season 33, right? Oh, it's shit. Just, oh god. It's like yeah. just cash cows, isn't it? It's just milk the cow. That's all they do for these things. Yeah, I don't know if we've lost David or. Oh, no. Can you hear me now? Here he is. Yeah, here he is. Here right. Oh boy, right. Hey. What have you got? What have you got for us, David? Right. So I don't watch. I don't watch any TV. Okay. Um, a book, an app, a podcast, microphone. Play. <laughs> I mean, I I watch this YouTuber called Richard Vobes. Okay. What is, he just does? What is it? What does he do? Diaries from his house. Just shows you how to make an apple pie and stuff. Um, but I so watching, but I, I was thinking, I hardly watch anything. I think it's my attention span's just shot to bits now. But we watched a film recently called Fall. Have you seen Fall? Yeah. I really enjoyed that. It's yeah. silly. Fall? Fall or Fold? Or is it Moonfall? Fall. Fall. F A W L. It's really silly, but it's really good. And they made it for like, I don't know, two million. Best friends or... Becky and Hunter find themselves at the top of a two thousand foot radio tower. It's not. It's not the film oh. I thought. I was thinking Moonfall. Um, oh, so... so it's these. It's, ba- it's these about these sort of thrill seekers. You know those people who climb up. There we go. Yeah. Here we go. I've seen the trailer for it. I think. Yeah, but it's really good. It's really. It's silly, but it um, it keeps you keeps you interested. 
I reckon but... there's a film, there's a film called, right, don't laugh, shall we? There's a film called Frozen, but not that one. There's a film called Frozen along the same lines as that four, about three, oh. three people who go skiing and on the last day of the season and they kind of do like a, oh, get us, take us one more time at the top of the hill. And there's a bit of a mix up at the bottom and the bloke operating it thinks he's carried everyone off. And they're halfway up the hill and all, everything goes out. The lights go out, all sorts. So they're, half, they're halfway up a mountain in this chairlift, obviously in freezing conditions. And it, and it's them right. from them. What, what happens? They get eaten by wolves, all sorts. Right. That's pretty good. It's called Frozen. Do you know yeah. what? My, so a friend of mine, two people have recommended this. Film. I haven't seen it yet, but they're just saying it's amazing. It's called Force Majeure. Have you mm. seen that? Nope. It's what about the- this family, who I think, that goes skiing, and there's an avalanche. And as the avalanche comes, they all split, and the husband runs away from the family to save his life, leaving his kids and wife in the mm. moment of panic. They survive, and then it's the aftermath of his decision-making. It's meant to be amazing. Are they on a, they on a balcony at the time? Are they kind of having a, a bit of Possibly. Yeah. I think yeah. It's, a, it's a foreign movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, people, some, people, some people put that on TikTok, said it was a real blooming footage. Oh, how can right. this bloke leave his, leave his kids in the middle of right. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, it is from a film, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you I'm go. Is it called Mitchell? Force majeure. Uh, family Mature. vacationing in the French Alps is confronted with a devastating avalanche. It's also known in other countries as tourist. T U R I S T. Twenty fourteen. So what does majeure? What does majeure mean? Then it must mean something. A bloke named himself after it in a band. No, majeure. No, no. Force majeure no, is a, an act of um, no, no nature. I think, isn't it? Who cares? That too. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Moving on. Right. We're going to finish. We're going to finish off with a drink. Now, this is uh, one that's been sent to us by New Bristol Brewery. Unfortunately, David, you haven't got one there, but Rich and I have. It's a lovely looking can. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? New Bristol Brewery. Um, And it's called Wonderland. It's a New England pale ale, 4.1%. It's described as. Juicy, smooth, and Moorish in taste. The hops are Citra, Mosaic, and Sabro. Mild bitterness with a smoothie, silky texture, and a juicy blast. So uh, let's have a look at uh, the can open. Do you like that sound, David? Yeah, it's really pretty, the can. I really like the can. Yeah, and the sound of the can opening. Rich, you're pouring yours away. I drank mine. So, <laughs> Oh, that's well poured. Oh. Look at the head on that. Beautiful head there, um, Rich. What was your? So you've you've drank yours already. What were your thoughts on the uh, the overall taste and texture? Well, I am into my pale ales in the last few years. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I've done a lovely tap room tour recently. When the city game was cut off because of the Queen's Queen. funeral, we decided we decided to go out on a tap room tour, and it was absolutely delightful. And uh, yeah, a lot of um, lot of drinks like this, little fruity numbers. Mm. It's only four four point one percent, so you can a good session. Yeah. I like it. It's a good session. I'd say it is a very refreshing drink. And I know, David, you're not a fan of your your pale ales or lagers. Is it strictly cider for you? I'm a red wine guy. Ah, nice. Can you give me a quick education on red wine? No, no. Honestly, I drink any old shit. (laughs) But but there's there's different types of red wine. Apparently. Yeah, Malbec. Rioja, I don't know. It's all I really want to learn. I just haven't learned anything. I just, yeah, 
you can get uh, homemade wine tasting kits and yeah but um yeah this is actually uh a really nice drink as you say rich but taste wise is it, it is fruity? one that you can drink yeah there is a yeah, bit of fruit it's citru- citrusy yeah. citrusy mm. blast in there i i'm a big fan of a fruity uh fruity ale or a fruity lager i'll tell you what i had friday thursday night it was from Brewdog, and it was a lost lager but it was blood orange infused oh lovely yeah it was absolutely yeah. fantastic I might buy some. I might order some in. Yeah, get some uh, Get some in. And, yeah, I think if you had some fruity lager or fruity ales, you might get back on the on the bandwagon as, as opposed to cider or, or red wine. Yeah, yeah. Good and if stuff. you've got any local tap rooms on your area, David, they're all worth a visit. Little independent little places. Microbreweries okay. and stuff like that and tap rooms have just exploded in Bristol. Yeah. Not literally, but um, <laughs> there are many. No. <laughs> I expect some of them have exploded. Yeah, moonshine. Yeah, I was going to come to Bristol. That I was thinking about doing in a way. I was going to do Forest Green Rovers, and I didn't for some reason. Mm. And I thought I'll do Bristol. I think Bristol will be my away away when, day. Bristol um, Rovers, obviously. When, white. Yeah. when would? Um, yeah. Well, don't know. If you do come to Bristol, we'll have to take you to a, a tap tap yeah. room prior. I would like to see Bristol City. See who we'll be playing next year. <laughs> absolutely absolutely well let's hope we stay up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we can keep you safe can't we patch absolutely absolutely show, uh, show you the ropes. it might come sooner it might come in the uh in the fa cup who knows when the yeah. third, when the big boys come in in the third round yeah yeah is that what happens so do we get do we get league two league one in... so you get whoever's left yeah, in there I'm non-league I think Hornchurch got through, didn't they? To, or someone like that got through. Who was it who beat... Um, Alvechurch? Something like that, yeah. yeah beat Cheltenham. Beat Cheltenham, yeah. yeah. Managed by Ch- our former double-winning captain, Wade Elliott. Chippenham so so then in um, round three, Championship to Premier League. And, and Premier in. League, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know if um, the Champions League teams come in. Did they come in in the third round? Or, or is that gone now? No, I think, I think they're round four, I think. Yeah, right. so if they're in the Champions right. League or Europe, they don't come into the fourth round. But um, yeah, I, yeah, honestly, we, 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 we tend to, we tend to come in round three and leave round three, don't we? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we don't do very well in the FA Cup, the Carabao uh, Cup. We do all right in. Who's the biggest side you've seen? Um, so we beat Man United at Bristol City at Ashton Gate in 2018, 17. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we beat them two one. That, that time was playing. Pogba was playing. Pogba, Rashford. No. Yeah. What, what were that's, they that's like? What... Did, did they did it feel like Mourinho was manager? Right. Yeah, that was fantastic. And and then we went. So that was the quarterfinals. We right, went. Okay, sorry. Can I, how did you beat them? Like, were they not trying? We scored two. They scored one. But when you're watching, were they going? Were they not? They're not putting <laughs> we, the effort. No, in? we were absolutely all. Yeah, everything went right. Eight, we were all on an eight out of ten. Even the fans, the players were all on an eight. And at, at the end of the day, it's eleven men playing eleven men in that game. And if if the if the Bristol City team all perform at an eight out of ten, and the Man United players are performing at fives and sixes and a couple of sevens, maybe we're, we're going to beat them. And that's what yeah. happened, in my opinion. Yeah. Rich, I don't know about your opinion. Well, so, well, obviously our first goal, Joe Bryan, who's gone to play for Fulham, and obviously he's at Nice. Then it was a world, wasn't it? The goal he scored mm. was he, he can score that goal again. So that yeah. helped. But no, no, the, the whole atmosphere it was midweek, so it was under the floodlights, which I always find a better atmosphere when it's uh, yeah. under the floodlights. And we just, yeah, we just rose to the occasion. Everything just seemed to happen that day. And we caught my night on a cold day. 
Yeah. Yeah. You give it a YouTube uh, search. It is, yeah. Sends shivers like even as a neutral, it sends shivers down your spine because we yeah. scored very, very, very late in the day. Yeah, ninetieth right. minute or something. Corey oh. Smith's winning goal. I probably um, watched it. But Back then, the yeah, then we went to the Etihad and played uh, in a two-legged semi-final against Man City. And we were 1-0 up at Man City at halftime. And I honestly thought we were going to beat them. Sorry, what what, what was this, the Carabao? The Carabao, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, so it right. was... So you beat, so beat Man United in the quarters and then got Man City in the semis. No, really? Yeah. Yeah, so that's and on the, the way we the and on the way we beat Stoke and Crystal Palace, didn't we? And they, they were Premiership at the time. Well, and we were second in the Championship at the time, I think, weren't we? Or third? Yeah. We're definitely right up there. Have you got a player called Semenyo? Yes, Antoine. Yeah, yeah. Because I used him a lot on FIFA about two years ago. That's how I know him. <laughs> super, super little player. Yeah, yeah no, he is. Fan. He is. Yeah. He um, <laughs> he played he played left wing back on Saturday. <laughs> oh, is yeah, he a striker. We played, yeah, he is. We we yeah. played an interesting formation where we played um, Andy Vyman striker and Antoine Semenyo striker as wing backs on Saturday. Oh, didn't didn't work very well. Um, well, Vyman scored, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was an interesting. We got Nigel Pearson as our manager. He must know Nigel Pearson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you had any of the players on here? Yeah, yeah. We um, Tommy Conway, who's our current top goal scorer he came on 18 months ago when he just broke into the first team and scored his first goal yeah um so he's come on tommy come uh, uh cam pring has come on um and then we've had the so there's three parts to this podcast there's this show which is the regular show which is how it started seven and a half years ago three of us just chatting about whatever um the bonus show which is post-match reaction to every bristol city match so we do like a structured talk through the game when do you do that the night or the day no, of the, the, or the day next. after yeah the day yeah. after so for yesterday's game at borough we did it nine till ten this morning oh, really? um we talked through the starting lineup go through the minutes as we call them um and so there's that and then the third one is me with two ex bristol city players from our history called robins reunited and we've done about 21 episodes of that now so we've oh, had okay. you know technically 40 odd players from the past right. on yeah. i'm involved in the former players association with bristol city so we get those players back down ashton gate okay so, um yeah, yeah next next saturday we've got the john ward promotion team from 97 98 coming sean gota who went on to yeah. play for Man City? Yeah. Um, amongst those names, we've got someone flying over from Canada. So yeah, it should be a should be Great. a good session. Yeah. But Great. yeah, that's a that's the story story of this. We've had um, Alex Lowe's come on. You know, yeah, Is he? he he was on your podcast recently. Yeah, he's uh, on my other podcast on, on, tomorrow. We're doing something with Alex. Oh, yeah. awesome! Well, say, yeah. say hello because he came oh. on during the pandemic, and he did a bit of Clinton, a bit of Barry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah walked oh, through, he's so good. He's walked so good. through his career. Oh, absolutely loved, loved that doing that. And yeah, you know, his characters. Well, Clint, we've seen Clinton live at the Redgrave Theatre in Bristol. Yeah. Um, and want to go and Brilliant. see him on tour with Ramon. Yeah. yeah like we've, we've had quite a few uh, celebs, haven't we? Right? Yeah. No, it's been, uh, it's been good. We, yeah. Jeff Stellings. Jeff Stelling came on. Yeah. Jeff Stelling. That was great. That was cracking because he's a Hartlepool fan. Right. Um, and one of the best nights ever at Ashton Gate was when Hartlepool came down in the 
League One playoff semi-final, Rich, wasn't it? Was it League? It was League yeah, One. Yeah. Um, and yeah, even he said he felt the ground move when we scored our winner in the last oh, minute. So, I'm that's why I'm jealous. I'm jealous. You've got all those. You've got twenty thousand people in a. Yeah. Because I'm looking around Exeter going, come on, there's only six here. Yeah, but you you guarantee if if Exeter reach championship, you'll find 20,000 easy down there. It, it coming What's the there. capacity? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we will. 800. Oh, yeah. and, <laughs> there's might, a, might... and there's a train line, so we can't extend, which annoyed me. I didn't realise until I bought they'd, my season ticket. <laughs> they'd have to go elsewhere, wouldn't they, if they... Yeah, and everyone's to rebuild. Have yeah. they ever been in the second tier? This is the highest they've ever been. So League One, the third I've literally just joined, and this is the best they've ever had it. Mm. And um, yeah, well, David, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Honestly, uh, you you have made me and Rich and everyone else probably listening laugh so much with the work you've done in the past. It's been cracking to talk to you, and I absolutely love your new podcast. Um, oh, thank the, you. My new football club. So anyone listening who wants to go on a journey with David, literally a journey mm. from knowing nothing about a football club to, to... still knowing. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. uh to, to to developing a, a knowledge of of a football team. I love it. And well done and congratulations. It's fantastic. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, it's been uh, great. Sure. Yeah, maybe Thanks we'll bump into one another. We will, we will. We'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll, uh, for yeah. that'd be for magical. An away game. Um, who knows what will happen yeah. in the future? Yeah. But uh, yeah, really appreciate your time. Thanks Thank to everybody. Much. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitter at three p i a p c, which is where we're most active. And we'll be back again soon. Cheers, Rich. Cheers, David. Cheers. Cheers Thank you. Bye, David. Bye. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Yeah, I've been I've been riding fast Gonna take this moment I'm gonna make it last Cause you don't know me Don't be quick to judge Cause I'll tell you something I don't care that much Don't come around here Preaching your goddamn If you stay in this town I'm no savior, I will take you down This here town You know it ain't that big It don't take long to know just what I did Don't come around here
Cause you don't know me I ride low and fast Gonna take this moment and leave you in my bed I'm gonna keep riding Watching that little town slowly disappear